Good morning, City Church. This is Sarah Genevieve, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day. A moment of truth from God's Word. A moment of grace. I recently read Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, which delves into the functions of sleep. According to Walker, a significant reason we sleep is to process life events. He suggests that the phrase, time heals all wounds, should be amended to add, time in REM sleep heals all wounds. Dreaming about difficult or even traumatic experiences can gradually reduce their emotional impact. This idea led me to consider my own dreams and their connections to real-life events. Perhaps my reoccurring dream where all my teeth fall out implies I'm processing years and years of traumatic orthodontic work during my awkward middle and high school days. Just kidding. On a more serious note, the other day, I had a very unusual dream. I was at the beach with some friends. A triple rainbow appeared vividly in the sky. Everyone was in awe. Amid crowds of people trying to capture the moment on their camera rolls, dark clouds swept in, covering everything but a small, growing opening in the sky where light burst forth. Suddenly, it hit me. This is it. It's happening. I began to lift into the sky. As I ascended, fear overwhelmed me. Recognizing it was a dream, I forced myself awake, desperate to escape the coming judgment of God. This experience, though not based on reality, shook me and got me thinking. Fear of God's wrath and judgment has been a reoccurring theme I've tried to process throughout many events in my life. Despite believing in the gospel, questions about my salvation seem to linger daily. If I'm being honest, this lingering uncertainty initially intensified when reading the passages for today's lectionary readings. Today's lectionary features Amos 9, 1 through 10. To help me understand the context of this passage, I found myself reading through the short book of Amos, which has some jaw-dropping one-liners, by the way. Amos lived in Judah, but was sent to announce God's judgment on Israel. Amos brought the message that despite God's many kindnesses, Israel repeatedly disobeyed and broke their covenant with him. Their worship became mere ritual, disconnected from daily life, lacking commitment to God's law. Shrines like Bethel were corrupted with pagan practices, and the poor suffered under the wealthy. Sounds familiar. Amos warned of near total destruction for Israel, yet hinted at mercy for the repentant. It's unsettling how much I relate to the Israelites. Their story resonates with mine. I often forget God's blessings and let my faith lapse into mere rituals. Reading about the judgment of the wicked scares me for this reason. Am I one of them? Do I face the same fate? In today's reading in Matthew 23, a parallel theme emerges. Like the Israelites, the teachers of the law and Pharisees had strayed from true faith. Their pride led to hypocrisy, focusing on outward displays rather than genuine practice. Jesus rebukes the teachers of the law and Pharisees for neglecting genuine justice, mercy, and faithfulness. He criticizes their focus on external appearances while being greedy and self-indulgent within. Once again, the sins of the Pharisees are extremely relatable. I'm active in church activities. I can polish my words for Good Morning City Church, but my heart often lacks true faithfulness. It's clear. I am one of the wicked. I'm deserving of God's judgment, and I have no case to stand on. 
I should be afraid for that day, right? Luckily, today's reading in Psalm 37 offers comfort to my anxious, fearful heart. While contrasting the wicked with the righteous, I once again, unfortunately, find myself able to relate to the wicked more than I'd like to. So I must ask, who is the righteous and how do I be amongst them? The answer is in verse three. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Verse 39 says, the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. These verses bring hope amid my fear of God's wrath and judgment. They promise mercy to those who rely on him. When the time comes, I can approach judgment day without fear because Jesus will plead my case. And my case is this. I was far from God, lost in sin, and deserving of destruction. But Jesus' sacrifice clothed me in righteousness. So, City Church, if you are ever questioning your standing with God, take comfort in remembering these words from Tim Keller. It is not the strength of your faith, but the object of your faith that actually saves you. Stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.